Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. Oh, boy. Overnight America continues. Yes. Um, I guess we could talk a little bit about the COVID funding later. We didn't get to do much of it in the first hour. Maybe you're excited that this is going to get pushed through. I think a lot of support. It's a no-win situation in some ways for the Biden administration because they promised 2000 <laughs> and now it's the COVID relief is looking at 1400 per person. That's still too much. I think the Republicans put together something a lot more in line with what we need, but still. No, no, we're just going to jam as much as we can in more into it. I mean, this will be really a Democratic bill. Keep that in mind. There's no um, way we can look at the debt and not look at the contributions of what we had over the past decade. Sure, there's been a lot to it, but there's really no indication that it's going to get any better. It's just actually going to be exponentially worse. Yikes. Uh, I wanted to talk about a few things to start off, and both of these kind of seem like jokes, and they're national stories. Two of which I don't know if you've seen. I don't know which one to start with. We could talk about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she was trending today. The hashtag Alexandria Ocasio-Smollett. Now, if you remember the Jesse Smollett uh, story out of Chicago, he went to police. He said he was targeted by two guys in MAGA hats, assaulted, had a noose put around his neck, and robbed. Later, we find out he lied about all of these things. Wasted a lot of police resources. The two guys were hired by him and had the checks to prove it. He wrote checks. And Charles Barkley famously said, if you're going to commit a crime, don't do it by writing checks. And really made it into a laughing stock. Uh, very shameful. I don't know if he's ever actually admitted to any of this. He still wants to play the charade that he's a victim. It's kind of, it, it's really shameful. So now... Ocasio-Cortez has her own one of those moments. This was trending on social media earlier, and it was revealed that all the things she said about the January 6th riots at the Capitol building, she feared for her life. She almost died. All of these things. This is what comes out. Representative Nancy Mace 
tweeted out, AOC made it clear she didn't know who was at her door. Breathless attempts by media to fan fictitious news flames are dangerous. My office is two doors down. Insurrectionists never stormed our hallway. She was in a completely different building than the ones they went into. And Representative Mace points out, egregious doesn't even begin to cover it. Is there nothing mainstream media won't politicize? Wow. And she goes in there and, and it, this, I got to say this. I think this is another way to point out just how big tech likes to put forth whatever they want to. If you were to go to Google, and I did this earlier, it may have changed in the past hour, but I, I Google searched Ocasio-Cortez lied to see if any of these news articles would come up. And none of them came up. I mean, I went to like page three or four and there were no articles or blogs talking about how she got called out for lying about this. And why would she? Why would she go out there knowing that she was accounted for? Uh, sure, she might feel that she wasn't safe, but she can't say insurrectionists were storming down the hall and her life was at stake when none of that happened. So it's been pretty clear and people have been just ripping her online and rightfully so. And how it started and all of these things. And now she's being <laughs> compared to Jussie Smollett, the hate crime that was all a hoax from 2019. Uh, so Ocasio-Cortez had previously claimed the rioters had made it to her office door yelling, where is she? She further claimed that she thought she was going to die during the riot. And Republican senators such as Ted Cruz were complicit in the alleged attempt on her life. All of which wasn't true. No, there were no rioters that went into her building. She was in a completely different building. Oh, boy. All right. You got to be kidding me. I, that's where we're at. I, I don't know if we should just create a segment called You Got to Be Kidding Me. <laughs> that You think a, a big lie like that and trying to flame this sort of already uh, this already powder keg of emotion that we have in the country should at least have some repercussions or is it just public shaming's enough i mean a big lie like this has actually ruined other people's careers but i don't know if it's going to happen to her i feel like it's just uh, another one to add onto the list all right one more for you this is another one of you got to be kidding me so now we know that john Kerry, he's a former candidate for president lost but still was involved in the obama administration and he is someone that has taken on the new role of U.S. climate czar. He wants to take on global warming and he wants to be the one to handle all of this because obviously he is best suited to do such things as the climate czar. So when he last year, as it turned out, where people were auditing and looking at some of the things he's been doing the last few years in 2019, he actually traveled overseas. He was accepting an Arctic Circle Award in Iceland. And he took a private jet there and people are pointing out, OK, you are the climate czar. Are you saying that traveling by private jets is friendly to the environment or is that counterproductive? So someone asked him about that. OK, you're here to accept an award on climate change <laughs> and you're flew here on a private jet. Listen to how he answers this. It's so much like you little people wouldn't understand type of moments. On that issue, pollution, I understand that you came here with a private jet. Uh, is that the, an environmental way to travel? If you offset your carbon, it's the only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world. Uh, somebody like me, if you offset it, someone like that. And he still owns a private jet. I mean, they checked up on this. 
multiple homes, private jets, you know, all the good stuff. Someone like me. It's good for someone like me. The only choice for somebody like me who is traveling the world to win this battle. Uh, I negotiated the Paris Accords uh, for the United States. I've been involved in this fight for years. I negotiated with President Xi to bring President Xi to the table so we could get Paris. And uh, I believe the time it takes me to get somewhere. I can't sail across the ocean. I have to fly to meet with people and get things done. But what I'm doing almost full time is working to win the battle of climate change. And in the end, uh, if I offset and contribute my life to do this, uh, I'm not going to be put on the defensive. Oh, get out of here. What a joke. Now, do you remember, you know what this reminds me of? It reminds me of all the evangelists that are out there, the giant mega church preachers that are like, we need you to donate more money. I need a second private jet. <laughs> I need a second private jet. If we could just raise $50 million, I just need another private jet. <laughs> no, this is true. This happened back in 2018. A, a televangelist, Jesse Duplantis, said that, listen, people, I really need $54 million for another private jet. <laughs> for another private jet. <laughs> <laughs> for his fourth private jet. This is what it reminds me of. What a joke that is and what a joke this is. John Kerry, you got to be kidding me. So he's caught with that. You're just little people, by the way. So you're going to have to struggle. In fact, there's going to be a time where I'm sure that the progressive voice wants you to retrofit everything in your home at your cost or there'll be a penalty for it, kind of like Obamacare, where if you don't have insurance, they're just going to tax you. You know, the penalty for not having it is we're going to put a tax on you and we'll just keep uh, charging you for not having that luxury. So I feel like there's going to be a point one time when they try to push something similar to like climate initiatives. Are you saying that you have old windows? Oh, boy, you're just losing energy. Oh, you're telling me that you don't have solar panels on your house? Wait a minute. You don't even drive an electric car. We need to tax you. I feel like it's going to get to that and it's going to be this, you know, they'll be flying around in private jets. Oh, because I helped negotiate this. I am holier than thou. <laughs> what a joke. All right. Casio Cortez and John Kerry. Thanks for the laughs tonight. So stupid. When we come back, there's a whole nother story today. Kevin Klein did a great one going back and talking some KMOX memories with someone that used to work here. First, I've heard of this person, and I think her stories will be great. I think you'll enjoy them. Coming up next on Overnight America KMOX. Radio's BS detector, Mark Reardon. Weekday afternoons at 2 on St. Louis's News Radio, KMOX. Making friends in real life. We're actually going to talk about that in the next segment, about 10 minutes from now, with author Heather Duggan. It'll be kind of a good one. I think it's tough as an adult, I believe, and it's easier to just do things on the Internet. 314-436-7900. Um, I see people texting in about John Kerry. <laughs> no, I remember all the uh, great memes and the potential of memes back then before memes were a thing. You remember the picture of him trying to catch a football? <laughs> that was a good one, too. All right, let's take some of your calls in. Michael's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, um, Ryan, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. If... Nancy Pelosi whipped up a big frenzy of people the same size as that Trump whipped up and pointed them at the White House, and they all went into the White House. What do you think would happen? Do you think the Republicans would want to impeach Nancy Pelosi? 
So if you want to hold them accountable for the things that they have said, maybe that's what we should do. Okay, so we know that Donald Trump will not be convicted on the second impeachment. So would you, you support other income? Oh, definitely. He's not going to. You How much would you? Uh, oh, no. Wait for, 100%. Wait, for the police officers, wait for the police officers to testify. No, we know that. So how about we hold everyone else accountable? All right, let's let's bring them down. How about I know this is great. So if if we look at the words of other politicians and hold them to similar standards. Wow. Should we do that? That's a great idea. So let's bring in Bernie Sanders and Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi and (laughs) Maxine Waters and anyone else. Answer no, he question. did not point people into. Answer, uh, no, answer he did not point people to incite violence. Period. Answer That's my it. question. Answer what my was question. the question? Don't you remember what I said? Uh, no, ask it again. I said, "What would happen if Nancy Pelosi did the same thing and pointed the same crowd at the White House? What would the Republicans do?" Okay, you know what? They've had ample opportunity to do the same thing to you everyone can't, else. You can't that, under that. No, no, no. Bring it down. No, you, it wouldn't happen. I'm telling you right now. You want to know why? Because they've had all kinds of opportunities to do so during the Trump administration. They? And the Republicans, when in control, never took that route, period. They never insane. took that route. So you it didn't are, happen. You are, you are insane. Bring Michael off. You, okay, you're you done, are. Michael. You're done. You are insane. So how about when someone said during one of Bernie Sanders speeches decides, and this is just over in Illinois. Uh, packs up his guns and goes to a congressional softball practice and starts shooting with the intention of killing, saying this is for health care because he was doing it for Bernie. So this is great. I, how many times do I have to play the Rand Paul thing? Do I play it again tonight? Should I? All right. I'm going to do it just for Michael. And I want you to listen. Hold on. Let me bring it up because I keep it saved here. And this is just from last week. Rand Paul was great. Um, OK, let's do this. There were many opportunities for the Republicans to say, you know what, we want to remove them from office through any means necessary based on the things that they have incited. But the Republicans didn't go that way. You want to know why? Because this is stupid and that's not how things work. Listen, this sham of an impeachment will ostensibly ask whether the president incited the reprehensible behavior and violence of January 6th when he said I know everyone here will soon march to the Capitol to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Peacefully and patriotically, hardly words of violence. But what of Democrat words? What of Democrat incitement to violence? No Democrat will honestly ask whether Bernie Sanders incited the shooter that nearly killed Steve Scalise and volunteer coach. The shooter nearly pulled off a massacre. I was there because he fervently believed the false and inflammatory rhetoric spewed by Bernie and other Democrats, such as the Republican health care plan for the uninsured is that you die. As this avowed Bernie supporter shot Steve Scalise, nearly killing him, and shot one of our coaches and two or three of our staff, he screamed, this is for health care. Ask me or anyone if that's incitement. No Democrat will ask whether Cory Booker incited violence when he called for his supporters to get get up in their face of Congress people, a very visual and specific incitement. 
No Democrat will ask whether Maxine Waters incited violence when she literally told her supporters, and I quote, that if you see a member of the Trump administration at a restaurant, at an apartment store, at a gas station, or any place, you create a crowd and you push back on them. Is that not incitement? My wife and I were pushed and surrounded and screamed at by this same type of mob that Maxine likes to inspire. It's terrifying to have a swarm of people threatening to kill you, cursing at you and literally holding you hostage until police come to your rescue. That night we were assaulted by the crowd. I wasn't sure if we'd survive even with the police protection. But no Democrat has ever considered impeaching Maxine for her violent rhetoric. In fact, Republicans, to our credit, have never once thought it legitimate to formally censor or impeach these Democrats. No Republican has sought to use the government to hold these Democrats responsible for Antifa and Black Lives Matter violence that has consumed our cities all summer, resulting in over a billion dollars of destruction looting and property damage, not one Republican said, oh, let's impeach the Democrats who are inciting this because it would be ridiculous. And how many other examples do you need because it would be ridiculous? And I think you can come up with a lot more. I remember when Chuck Schumer was saying, we're coming after you, Gorsuch, when he was threatening the Supreme Court. I remember when they were going through those Kavanaugh hearings, they were inciting to go out to the camp, well, at least the Supreme Court building. And this would have been during the hearing. So, yeah, Capitol building. And they were getting up the stairs and trying to break in. Now, the doors were locked and they couldn't get in. But what would happen if they did? Would we have had something similar there? There's a lot of instances we can point back to. And, you know, if you want to go out there and say, oh, listen. Donald Trump's going to be convicted and, oh, they're going to do this. And after they show now, this is Looney Tune land, if you believe that to be true. So I, I feel everyone knows that at this point, including when they did the preliminary vote. And after that speech, Rand Paul said, I want to vote to dismiss this. And they did a vote. There were not even close to enough uh, Republicans that said, no, 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 no. We're going to we're going to switch our votes on over. And we think this impeachment trial should be going on. Not even close. So, yeah. That's fine. I, I feel if you want to live in Looney Tune land, you can and you can watch this play out. And when it's over, you can go and online and say, I cannot believe this and, and do the same thing you would normally do and cry about it. But it's not going to change anything. He's not going to be convicted. And then again, even the consequence of convicting is removal of office, which is, OK, how are you going to do that when he's already out of office? It's all for naught. It's just a useless charade in a show to try to get people like you worked up. So that's it. Hope you enjoy the ride. But I think most people understand it is useless of what's going to be happening. You know, coming up after the break, we'll take a look at your weather. And Heather Duggan's joining us, author of The Friendship Upgrade, Trade Clickable Connections for Friendships That Matter. This is Overnight America KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast <sighs> spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. News Radio 1120 KMOX, the voice of the Cardinals. Here we are on Overnight America. Joining us now is the author of a book called The Friendship Upgrade, Trade Clickable Connections for Friendships That Matter. And Heather Dugan, thank you so much for coming on to KMOX. It's good to be here, Ryan. How are you doing tonight? Good. So the book came out in 2019, and Mm -hmm. even by the title of the book, trade clickable connections for friendships that matter. Then several months later, everyone's like, you can only have clickable friends. <laughs> it seems like the timing happens a lot like that now. Oh, it does. It does. And, and actually, you know, we had some issues before all this hit that are making it a lot harder right now for people to, to go through this. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm talking about just the isolation that a lot of people had found themselves in pre-pandemic. Just we we haven't been as connected. Uh, well, I, that's probably a bad way to put it. We've been connected, but we haven't really had the kinds of relationships that we've traditionally relied on to navigate the world in the last few yeah. years. You, what I'm a little bit concerned about, and I, you, it mm-hmm. probably plays into what you see every day, is that we probably pushed ourselves even further into prioritizing these online type of connections because now it's almost encouraged for you to do that, which may have some long-term harm in our relationships. 
I think so. You know, I, in my book, I talk about the efficiency effect. <laughs> we have kind of, uh, we, we, we minimize the wrong things to maximize the wrong things. When you get overloaded, you kind of try to, you know, make life move a little smoother. And that has led to a lot of changes in the way we approach communication. Uh, it's, it's been more communication than actual conversation because we moved towards digital. Uh, we kind of started getting in the habit of relegating people to the smallest space we could fit them. So instead of like creating space to grow friendships, we kind of like squeeze them in the leftover places that are in our lives and, and, and focus more on just having a lot of acquaintances. You know, life's mm. kind of built that way, you know, with that kind of a, the way our lifestyles have been. Mm. I wonder um, if just the way we grow older starts to change the way out of convenience. Like I, I think about when I was younger and mm -hmm. all of my friends, it was always, what are we doing tonight? And you would always get all your friends together and it was so fun. You had very little yeah. responsibilities. All you really had to worry about was, okay, I just need to make sure I go to bed early enough so I can wake up and go to work in the morning. That was your only right. responsibility. And then yes. uh, you get older and you're like, you know what? I love it when someone cancels on me because I get to stay home and do nothing. This is beautiful. <laughs> I don't have to think about anything else. I love the no responsibility, even if it's for one night. You start to have kids. So I think when you get older, your lives change in a way that make it even so much harder to have these relationships. It's it's so true. You know, we rely kind of on proximity for connection so much, and that kind of narrows as we get older anyways, just we're not in those kinds of situations as much. And, and then when you get busy, your perspective narrows even more. And that leaves us just kind of in a more vulnerable position. You know, it, it doesn't take much more than a, a transition or two in life to knock people out of their normal social context. And then a lot of people don't have maybe the wherewithal or even just the skills because they're rusty to begin to rebuild that again. So, you know, you have like a new baby or an emptied nest or there's a change in a relationship. Uh, you know, things happen and people lose the, the people that were part of their lives on an everyday basis. You know, even children switching schools. I've heard mothers and, and fathers speak about this. You know, their kid goes from elementary to middle school and it's different parents. You know, and those mm -hmm. are kind of what they have considered to be maybe their social circle. Interesting. You know, I, I wonder, too, because when the Internet came around and it's not even just in a like a romantic sense. But if you were to say to someone else, uh, oh, where did you guys meet? Oh, we met on the Internet. Like back then, the taboo was like, wait a minute, you met on the Internet. They're like, tell me about it. That's so bizarre. Now, today, it's like right. it seems that's where anyone meets anyone. I, who, who meets anyone randomly at a place anymore and then makes a connection with them? Is so true. You know, I, before I wrote The Friendship Upgrade, I wrote the uh, Date Like a Grown-Up, uh, Anecdotes, Admissions of Guilt, and Advice Between Friends. And uh, <laughs> you're right. I mean, it, it's difficult um, to meet people in real time anymore. And, and it's almost expected. You know, you, you get a little more information ahead of time. So people tend to, uh, we have more filtering available to us and don't get to know people in real time as much. It's been really interesting, somewhat I've been uh, learning about dating during the pandemic for people, um, mm. as people are approaching it in different ways, and they're kind of looking for different things sometimes. You know, it's weird because each person's a little bit different in a sense. Um, for me, I could, to me, I'm one of those people, if a scientist said, we want to put you on a deserted island for 10 years, 
I would be okay. I'll be all right with that. As long as you give me, you know, a nice compensation for it, I would be uh-huh. sane and it would be fine with me. My wife, not one of those people. And I look at that too, because we moved to St. Louis about four years ago. And I think uh-huh. about, okay, um, I haven't, I met some people here, but I don't make an effort to look out of side of like, you know, my immediate what's in front of me when it comes to friendships or anything like that. But my wife right. is the exact opposite. When she moved here, first thing she was doing, I need to find mom groups because we got a six-year-old now but you know he was two or three when we moved here you know okay i gotta find other mom groups i need to i gotta get into connections here i'm gonna show up to this mops here i'm gonna do this over there and she was meeting all these people and she made all these friends this way i didn't even think about that in the least bit so people are different in yeah that they are and, you, and i've got to tell you right now your wife is a very wise woman it's good to spread that foundation out as wide as you can because you've got more people to lean on there's more you know you just have you bring more into your life that way but you're, you're pointing out a big difference i mean we've got the you know the extroverted tendencies versus the introverted and then there's also actually middle ground and that's where i land which is ambivert <laughs> but the whole point with that is that it's it's how we re-energize ourselves you know people that uh, are extroverts get you know they require a little more outside stimulation in order to feel good and people like you you tap out a little earlier so you know we have different needs on it what's that called ambiverts ambivert is the middle one right a-m-b-i yeah i used to just think i was weird but (laughs) because you know i'm a writer so that's obviously a more introverted you know and i and i get energy from that it's kind of where uh-huh. you get your energy from. And then, but I also get energy from speaking to people and interacting with, uh, you know, p- people. So, uh, it, but if I need one, the other isn't going to take care of it. And it's not like I can get all the, you know, get loaded up one week and then be fine without it the next. It's kind of, it's really kind of an infilling as, as the need is there because that's how we charge ourselves, you know, recharge. So let me mention this. If you ever create mm-hmm. a podcast around your book, The Friendship Upgrade, Ambivert would be the perfect name for the podcast. So if you just keep <laughs> okay. that in the back pocket because that I is will. an interesting idea. Uh, the other thing is I am perfectly, for me at least, fulfilled doing this radio program because I get to talk to people. I get to interact with people. Even though we're not face-to-face, I'm still talking to them, and it's a great right. way to communicate. So to me, that's fulfilling. So for why do I need to have real friends then? Why would you pitch for me to actually go out and create these relationships with other people? Well, just because life can change on you, and I don't want to put out dire, dire, you know, situations, but, but we can't, you know, to what we've got today is really, you know, the future is always ambiguous. I think right now people are startled because it's so clearly ambiguous with this pandemic, but you know, our tomorrow is always kind of our best prediction. So, you know, circumstances change very abruptly sometimes. And so the more that we have uh, the ability to tap into additional perspective, people that know us, you know, suppose you hit something bad in your life, you need people that can remind you who you really are. Yeah. You know, because if you're alone by yourself, the voice that you hear isn't always a happy, encouraging one. Although I got to tell you, that's also in my book. I very much recommend that you kind of turn your you, you be your own cheerleader. I, I made a decision years ago that I would not allow myself to speak to myself in a way that I wouldn't talk to my kids. Mm-hmm. And that really changes your language very quickly. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, you think about, you know, we're adults. Who else is supposed to encourage us and motivate us? It's kind of on us. I mean, it's nice when other people do, 
But, you know, that affirmation really needs to come from us first. You know, we have to be happy with ourselves. So, and when you speak it, you tend to listen better. So, you know, I don't suggest doing that in front of other people, but, you know, when you're by yourself or if you have a dog, that always is helpful. Then you can pretend you're talking (laughs) to your dog. But but the encouraging words are good. (laughs) Yeah. Somebody's got to say it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking at your website, and I was curious mostly if you were one of the three people on the cover of your book on the friendship upgrade. No. Yeah. No, but but I, I, yeah. I thought that was risky because what if you, you know, something happens and you're no longer friends with them and it's on the front of your book. <laughs> you're funny. No, I do know those, what those are friends of mine actually, which is, is oh. a strange story. Cause usually, I mean, we actually, the publisher, we, we tried a lot of different directions and nothing was working. I mean, we mm-hmm. just were not agreeing on what would make sense for this. And uh, that was actually friends of mine taking a picture of, you know, and, and I, I love that because that makes that all the more meaningful to me. But yeah, those are three real life friends right there. So, and, and I, and I love that because we bring, you know, the age differences are big between, uh, and I actually have a group of women that I founded a few years ago uh, called Cabernet Coaches, mm-hmm. uh, mainly for the alliterative tone of that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Writers go for alliteration. Um, <laughs> but yes, but it was uh, mainly just, I, I needed an opportunity, a way, a method that wasn't totally creepy to, you know, find friendships. Um, I'd gone through a bunch of things in my life that left me in an isolated situation. So I founded this group kind of by accident and it grew into just a really kind of a phenomenal thing that allowed women to kind of bring in women that they meet, whether they are going to be friends with them or not. It's kind of like a, it's almost like a pool where people then have that resource of finding people to have commonalities with, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it kind of brings proximity back to the process. Yeah. So, you know, and you gain so much from people that are not exactly that don't live the same kind of life as you, you know, different, yeah. different work, work positions and different, you know, some are, you know, whether you have children or don't, whether you've got, you know, just that whole thing. It's, it makes it makes life a lot richer. Heather Dugan joining us, author of The Friendship Upgrade, Trade Clickable Connections for Friendships That Matter. Just one quick question, and I, we do have to go to break, but one question is, me as an adult, how many friends should I actually have? Well, you know what? It is going to be different for different people. But I, I think I, I do think you need, if possible, I think it's better than having better to not have just one best friend. I like to spread that out even. But if you have two or three people that you can talk to about different things that are important to you. That doesn't mean that every single, that they know each one knows everything about you, but you should feel known. Meaningful conversation and being understood is really core to our becoming our best selves. Hmm. So more than one, preferably three. I, I think that's good. And I think if you yeah. have more beyond that, you're, you're blessed. And I think you just, you know, it's important to continue making new friends because things change. People move, Life changes happen. Uh, it's important to continually kind of, you know, sow the seeds. That's kind of how yeah. you kind of have to be Johnny Appleseed on that, I think. Ah, so if people wanted to look up the Friendship Upgrade, your book, where can they find it? Well, you can go to my website, heatherduganauthor.com. Um, I'm in, on all the online and, you know, bookstore stuff, too, as well. Uh, Heather Dugan is Dugan is D-U-G-A-N, and uh, and I'm on social media all over the place as well. Love to connect with people. I do speaking as well too. So oh, great. virtually right now, but yeah, yes. I love to talk about this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> do really you important. um, do you mind holding on after the break? I'd love to keep talking about this. 
Oh, sure. Absolutely. So you can find the book, The Friendship Upgrade, and you can look her up online. Heather Dugan, do a search for her name, heatherduganauthor.com. We'll continue with her right after the break on Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. She's the author of a book called The Friendship Upgrade, Trade Clickable Connections for Friendships That Matter. Heather Dugan, thank you for sticking around with us here on Overnight America. Absolutely. It's wonderful to talk tonight. So I was looking at your bio, and it looks like you live in Ohio, but you went to Indiana University? I did, and I see you've been kind of in both those states as well, yes? I have. I was going to say, now moving here to St. Louis, Hoosier means something different. I don't know if you know that. In St. Louis? What does it mean in St. Louis? Yeah, so Hoosier is kind of like redneck. It's slang for something along those lines, as as far as I can tell. So when they use that term here, I come from, you know, I moved from Indiana, so you hear Hoosier, and you're like, oh, okay. But no, it's like a derogatory thing. Oh, gosh. Uh, But it's different, but it isn't. Yeah. So I was looking, and what about pets? Do pets count as friends? You know what? We we do form such really strong bonds with animals, and especially, I mean, I'm, I'm a dog dog woman myself. Um, my do- I have had my dog, and, you know, she died a few years ago, but, you know, the, there's communication there. I think you still need a human, but, you know, I mentioned when I encouraged myself, I would sometimes, you know, pretend I was talking to my dog, Lily, but, um, you know, you want to feel understood, and, you know, that's a level of understanding, at least, because I, I do think sometimes our pets understand us better than we do ourselves, you know, when we're kind of working through things or something. Yeah. So what do you say to people that have that anxiety? They don't want to make that extra effort and it prevents them from meeting new people. Oh, that's so normal. And in the book, I kind of get into that. Um, That's the issue when you start to get that lonely feeling. Uh, The loneliness component, it it comes out of uh, the whole fight or flight instinct thing. It goes back to our ancestors and, and basically it's the same response we have to a physical threat because a social threat is uh, loneliness is perceived as a social threat is is unsafe is the word um because being alone we we are not as protected uh, particularly with our ancestors they were worried about wild beasts and that sort of thing now we worry about you know being alone in uh you know in a room and when there's other people there they just the anxiety of that um but when you feel that way it makes you uh it changes actually your cognitive processes so you will uh interpret things a little differently things kind of skew down you perceive the world a little negatively uh you will respond and approach respond to other people and approach them in a different way than you would if you hadn't begun getting those feelings so you can kind of spiral down into it which is why sometimes i mean it's really you have to kind of grab on to the idea of reaching out early if you if you become aware of it and and other people need to be aware that people struggle with this um a lot of people struggle with this cigna does a study every year and the numbers have only risen in terms of the people that feel lonely and and disconnected from the world around them Um, but if they feel that way it's important first of all i think to understand that that it's not their fault 
mm-hmm. most often uh, when you feel lonely it's 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 an outcome that's pretty logical it's based on different circumstances that just lined up in a certain way you know you if if someone like you moved to another city and, and didn't know anybody and was having trouble meeting people during a pandemic perhaps <laughs> you know mm-hmm. that would be a pretty normal situation but when you're alone with yourself and in that situation, you begin to think, what's wrong with me? Why am I not meeting anybody? And, and there's nobody to tell you any differently. So that's the yeah. first thing. It's just there's nothing wrong with you. Other people feel that way. And, and then you have to begin to kind of motivate yourself to do the things that are going to put you out where you can begin to meet people. Now, right mm-hmm. now, of course, there's some problems with that. You know, we have to be safe, et cetera. But there's still ways to get connected. And that's so hmm. important. You can't really, you can't put all that on pause indefinitely because. Yeah, uh, yeah I was going to say uh, one other thing, and we only have about maybe a minute, minute and a half left. And this is kind of a strange question, but <laughs> Internet culture likes to show and highlight like this antisocial behavior. And there's people that kind of have this, these relationships with things that aren't alive, these inanimate type of like, you know dolls and pillows and stuff so, mm-hmm. so what about people that have this connection to things that aren't alive well that's not a connection really i mean because it's not there 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 can't be an understanding back and forth there can't be the conversation you know it's it's a different kind of a connection and i think it's um we fill space with whatever we can. We don't, space is uncomfortable. You know, when we have space, we, we, we drink too much, we mm. buy too much, we exercise too much, you know, we watch Netflix too much. Um, we need to make sure that we use it intentionally. And part of our intention needs to include connecting with other people and, and understanding what the feelings are that are maybe creating that space that, that feels yeah. like a void in our life. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to make sure we get your website out again. Heather Dugan author.com D U G A N Heather Dugan author.com author of the friendship upgrade, which you can find now on Amazon and other places links on your website and you're on social media. They just have to look you up there. That's great. Thank that you, Ryan. Really nice Hopefully you'll, with you. That was a nice conversation. Hopefully you're back on the uh, circuit and out talking to people yet again and making those connections. And who knows, maybe there's uh, some people listening here tonight that are definitely going to check that book out. And I would encourage Amazon.com is a good place for it. You can look up The Friendship Upgrade. Heather, thank you again for coming on to Overnight America. Thank you, Ryan. Good night. And she uh, joined us on the Bomberito Automotive Group guest line. Wow, that was fun. You know? Friendship upgrade. Trade clickable connections for friendships that matter. I, everyone's different. I'm totally content with just being friends with my wife. <laughs> but maybe I need to branch out there. News coming up, too, and another guest right after the break on Overnight America KMOX. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.